0: Welcome, it is 10.07 on a Frost Your Buns Friday. Anything that's on your mind, well, you just feel free to call. Give us a call at 874-9390, 800-529-5572. That gets you into the studio, or you just go to GaryNolan.com and uh, drop a message there, and it will pop up in studio. Do you remember when we kept hearing Jim Crow 2.0 from Biden and the Democrats about Georgia's elections? You know, those, those draconian rules that apparently were going to keep people from getting to the polls to vote. Well, it turns out that once again, uh, the Democrats either lied, exaggerated, or were too stupid. Uh, because it appears none of those predictions came true. By Tuesday evening the end of Georgia's second day of early voting, more than 291,700 people had voted either in person or absentee. That marked a 75.3% increase over the same moment in the 2018 midterm. A 3.3% rise from the second day of early voting in the 2020 presidential election midterms rarely match the enthusiasm of presidential uh, contests, writes the Wall Street Journal. President Biden told voters that in Atlanta in January that Georgia's election rules would suppress your vote to subvert our elections. Uh, they called it Jim Crow 2.0. It was insidious, he said. He urged his followers to hate evil. The solution which congressional Democrats were then proposing, was a federal takeover of election. This, he said, would be a victory of democracy over autocracy. Light overshadowed justice over injustice. Well, it turns out it was all wrong. Turns out this doesn't inhibit voting at all. Voting is up. And it was all a big, steaming, pile of Pelosi. Yeah, that's that's what we call it here. Just wasn't true at all. And we knew this back then. But a lot of progressives, they bought into it. By the way, when the Republicans take over the Senate, do you think the Democrats are going to continue to scream get rid of the filibuster? I mean... You know, it's been two years of them screaming that they want to get rid of the filibuster. For two years, they've talked about how awful the filibuster is. They even called it racist. But now, when they are on the cusp of uh, becoming the minority, and I think they will be after November, do you think they'll still be on that bandwagon? I don't think so. I think suddenly they'll find all kinds of reasons why we should have it. It's it, politics is just so. Oh, you, know, you could just you could just see through these people. Ah, <sighs> it is frustrating. It is frustrating. We've had uh, an ongoing discussion about. Uh, the price of gasoline and oil. And we even had Eric the Liberal call up and try and convince us that somehow Biden's actions had nothing to do with this. Oh, the oil companies are producing at max. Everything is working fine. Uh, Ignoring all of the rules and regulations that actually make it more difficult uh, for us to keep the price of energy down. Uh, Scott Hayes, director of government relations for uh, PBF Energy, was being interviewed on Fox News, talking about this. Asked what the administration could do to lower the price of gasoline. And of course, you never could trust Fox. News. Come on. You never trust Fox News. They. They run these ads uh, rather arbitrarily. All right, let me... Uh, I will I will play his audio because it made uh, perfect sense. Uh, but let me go to Gary on the midterms in the interim. Gary, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show.
1: Yeah, Gary, how you doing? Okay. Um, I was just looking at the ballot here. I got the sample ballot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the thing that bothers me is that there are nine different positions on this ballot where there are no... Uh, conservatives or liberals or libertarians running against the Democrats on it? Yeah. Uh, there are seven, well, you know, the thing is, if we sit here and complain that we don't like what the Democrats are doing, but that nobody's running against them, what can we expect? You know? Does that make sense what I'm saying? You know, it's like the the people on the school boards, if no conservatives or libertarians ran for the school boards, and then the school boards are far left, who do we got to blame, them or us? Does that make sense where I'm coming from
0: here? Yeah, and then again, if you know you have, uh, you could graphically illustrate the odds of a conservative winning with a blow, uh, snowball in one hand, a blowtorch in the other. Do you waste your time and energy?
1: I understand, but so. at least make the effort, I would think, I mean, so let's see, one, two, three, four, about five of these are judges. And uh, I I've just found I looked at that the other day and I go, Why isn't somebody running against these folks? I, I I just you know, we got nothing to complain about if we don't run somebody against them. Is my is my thought. That was all.
0: Yeah. Uh I don't know. I you know, if if you know you're not gonna win, if you know you don't have a chance, then uh do you waste the time and energy? I don't know.
1: Maybe. I I don't I just was curious. All right, thanks, Gary. All
0: right, thanks, Bye. Gary. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show uh, on a Frost Your Buns Friday. Um, okay, so let me uh, let me do this. Uh, apparently, uh, the price of uh, of gasoline is is high because of things that the administration has done, and there are progressives out there, including our own Gary, or uh, uh, not Gary the liberal, uh, including our own Eric the liberal, who seem to think somehow. That uh, it's not the fault of the oil companies. I don't know how you come to that conclusion. Uh, I really don't. Uh, But uh, Scott Hayes, director of government relations, uh, was on Fox News. He was asked what the president could do to lower the price of energy in this country. And he apparently
2: had quite a few ideas. The first one he shot out was like, oh my God, yeah. Simply not the case. Um, it, you know, there have been these assertions over time, sometimes strategically, uh, from politicians of every stripe that there's somehow price gouging going on, some kind of collusion. And it's been investigated many times. There's never been any evidence of that. Look, I've got five things the president can do tomorrow if he's serious about reducing All right, give us, to, give us one. The What's pump. the
3: top thing he could do tomorrow to bring prices down?
2: The easiest thing you can do tomorrow is lower the biofuel mandate. Uh, that would bring down prices 20 to 30 cents. It's unachievable. It causes independent refiners like us to have to buy these credits called RINs at high prices. Uh, Are am talking about ethanol in the, the gasoline? I can go on with a bunch of... Yes, we, we've, we've, we blend as much ethanol as can physically be blended. But the mandate is so much higher than the infrastructure can handle. That causes a run on these credits. And that's costing you 20 to 30 cents a gallon. Could be changed tomorrow with the stroke of a presidential pen.
0: So once again, the government is part of the problem. And by the way, uh, they've determined that this uh, ethanol additive is actually worse for the environment. Then just plain old gasoline. Why don't they drop it? Well, now you've got a problem. You want to drop it, all the corn growers get upset. And they don't want that to happen. That's a big chunk of their revenue. They've been making a ton of money on this for years. Head up to Nebraska and tell them that you want to you get rid of this ethanol mandate. You're going to be in trouble. The government raises prices and, and and literally, and I talked about this uh, Tuesday, when I got on the air. The government, in so many ways, chokes off the economy and takes your liberty. When we were, as I said uh, uh, on Monday, when we were in the 50s and 60s uh, and, and before, you go into the grocery stores, your shelves were stocked and packed. We were the envy of Europe. The world couldn't believe ...how the land of plenty had so much. We were driving big cars and living in beautiful homes... ...and we had all kinds of things the rest of the world couldn't afford. And that's because the rest of the world was more socialist. They had more rules, more regulations, more infringements on the free market. Well, the Democrats have successfully managed to increase that, that, that body of regulations... And in little ways that you don't even notice. And the net result is where we're at today. You know, we, we've got these high gasoline prices. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Suppose they could build refineries without the government interfering. We'd have more capacity to refine. The government is constantly in the way. And then they blame the private marketplace. Well, it's not the private marketplace that's at fault. It's big government that's at fault. All right, up against the clock. Quick break. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Gary Nolan Show. And it is the Zimmer Radio Network. Frost Friday. It's 21 minutes after 10 o'clock. i got a great question, uh, Brian, from Michael uh, that I'm going to throw out there to listeners. Uh, the January 6th group that uh, went into the Capitol. What should and, and, and I'm going to use the example that Michael sent me. So what do you, they gave this, uh, this guy that uh, sat in Mike Pence's chair on January 6th. They gave him a sentence of three years. So I'm curious, and, and, and I think Michael has a great question here. How long what should the punishment be? What should the punishment be? They broke into the Capitol, but they clearly didn't belong and and got into uh, uh to to uh the uh, Pelosi's office among others uh this guy uh, managed to get to the uh, chair that uh, the vice president sits in Mike Pence what he, he got 3 years is that reasonable is it too much is it too little what would be a fair punishment for those people who you know Crashed the Capitol building, assuming that they, you know, they didn't do any major damage, destroy a statue or some, you know, start a fire, or some silly thing like that, which did not happen. But they they broke it. What do you think would be a reasonable punishment for those people? Imagine it's your brother or your sister. And you're shocked, you're watching TV, and you see your brother or sister rush into the Capitol with a maddening throng. Uh, And there's a photograph of them sitting in uh, Pelosi's office or sitting uh, in Mike Pence's chair. Is three years a reasonable sentence for doing that? Is it too strong? Is it not strong enough? Is it... Unreasonable three years? 874 9390 or 800 529 5572. I'm going to kick this off. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to wait because I was going to ask Brian first his opinion, but he's busy with the phones. But I'm. I'm available. What did you want to know? You're available. Does Denise know? Uh, yes, uh, she knows. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of that three-year sentence? Is I, that, I mean, for this you're talking about for this one individual, or for any as, of them. anybody who, could, who because that's that's a difficult question. To answer: A lot of people were invited in, and they just stood there. Well, the people were, who were, who invited them in, if they were, I saw videos of people walking in, and cops didn't, you know, seem to protest their coming in. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they were invited in. That just means perhaps the police thought, well, we're overwhelmed here. Uh, We're not going to be able to stop this. It didn't look like that to me at all. It was very calm, these people walking in. Um, I mean, for the people that just showed up at the protest and didn't even enter, are you suggesting that they should... No, I want to know what you think should happen to those people who went in and had no business going in. They they were not uh, there on official business. They went in... Because they were part of the throng, and they went into the Capitol. And they didn't break anything, right? They didn't break anything, but they, they were just did. trespassing. So what would you, what so would you what say? So what generally is the uh, penalty for trespass? Is this the same as trespassing, really? Well, I mean, if you're not invited, and you're asked to leave and you don't, you get a trespass charge, right? Well, maybe it's a little different because it's the Capitol... And the the point of these people going in there is to stop uh, the government from doing what it's supposed to do. Are you so, making an assumption there? I mean, maybe. Well, they why, a lot of folks why just else would be there for a protest? It's what, like well, we don't like the results of this election. I'm just putting, putting this protest, out there because yeah. Well, you are, but you, but I'm saying is you protest outside the building. You don't protest by going in when you're not supposed to be inside the building. What you're trying to do is thwart government business, and, uh, you know, just how, how serious is that? It, what about the guy that sat in Nancy Pelosi's chair? What about the guy uh, who sat in Mike Pence's chair? What should their punishment be? They clearly were trespassing, yes, but they were also sending a message. They were trying to interfere with government business do you do you give them a well, I mean, you could make the same argument to all of the people that came to that protest. It's like only the ones sh- that only the ones that went into the building, but the ones that went into the building were that were not prevented from going in. What do you say to that They didn't know any better. It's like, oh, we can come in here, I guess. Well, you're not prevented from going into uh, lots of buildings, at least not prevented with force, but you know you don't belong there. If you go in you know shouldn't you be punished and in this case aren't the implications of this intrusion greater than just trespassing i don't know i'm going to leave this up to uh, to listeners 874 9390 800 529 5572 mike welcome glad to have you on the gary nolan show 3 years Thanks. too strong not strong enough where do you where do you stand
4: well, uh, I like how you guys were playing devil's advocate about this because it brings up a lot of points. If you went in and you knew you weren't supposed to be there, that's it's just clearly criminal trespass. But there could be an additional charge if you went in and you broke the windows. You know, uh, mm-hmm. did, did you stroll in because a, a, a capital guard let you in and you were following 50 people? That should be one charge. But if you went in there and you were tearing stuff up, you were part of that mob, pushing those capital cops back. I mean, I live in Jefferson City. If we all got together and we pushing a bunch of cops around, that's a charge. If we'd have broke into the Cole County Courthouse, that's a charge. And they, they should, there's probably not one penalty that's correct for every situation. But some of these people should have been charged with multiple felonies. No, what, it, if there, what
0: if, Mike, what if the, the goal of going in there was to um, interfere with government business? If it was... It should be a charge. So it should be uh, more than I, trespassing.
4: Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, you know, d- did you go in there after somebody or you knew you were going to go in there and you were going to scream and you were going to halt a legal proceeding? You know, they they should have picked apart each person and not try to blanket what they're going to do to them. I I think I think that every person should have been charged for what they did and and to the severity of what they did. You know, it's it's like driving. If you drive ten over, here's your fine. If you drive twenty over, here's your fine. If you drive fifty over, you, you know what I mean? It, it all holds yeah. But but these people these people went into one of the most sacred places that we have in this country. They knew what they were doing and they should be charged accordingly. But on the flip side of this, because it's Buster Buns Friday or whatever you like to call it, we tracked these people down within hours and days, but we can't figure out who firebombed our post offices and our federal courthouses 100 days in a row.
0: All right, Mike. Good points made, but the clock is ticking, so I got to get uh, I got to get going. Mike, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. What's the appropriate punishment? You tell me, Gary Nolan Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. Just, just trying to send a message <laughs> to Dale Roberts. Uh, former head of the CPOA, who's that? <laughs> who's Dale Roberts? I yeah, I have him under is. a different uh, a different I name. Do. That's amazing. Starts with an F. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll I'll, I'll get to that a little later. If you don't, you got to go to Dale. If you're on Facebook, go to Dale Roberts' Facebook page. We can't repeat the name this Democrat candidate <laughs> uh, called him. How do you run for office with a mouth like that? Uh, anyway, it is uh, 36 minutes after 10 o'clock, and the question is. What should the punishment be for those people who did go into the Capitol um, that shouldn't have on the 6th? Uh, Apparently, they uh, gave the guy who was sitting in uh, Vice President uh, Mike Pence chair, they gave him three years. Is that too much or too little? Uh, William says, if they don't bust Ray Epps, no one should be busted. So, in other words, if I can translate that, William, if one guy gets away with it, they should all get away with it? because i i don't think that's the right answer either uh no more than 180 days in jail as for uh, as with regards to trespassing 3 years way too much says scott uh andrew says uh, what punishment did the antifa people get when they attacked uh, the federal courthouse in seattle with molotov cocktails so two wrongs make a right andrew I, I don't think that's the answer either uh let me uh let me go to the phones here Uh, What is the appropriate punishment for those people who went into the building knowing they weren't supposed to be going? I mean, if you walked in through a broken window, you know you're not supposed to be in there. And what is the point of being in there? If you're having a protest, you do that outside. So is it to interfere with official government business? And does that add to the punishment? 874-9390, 874-9390, or 800 Peggy is first in line. Hi, Peggy, how are you?
3: Hey. Hey. How are you doing today?
0: I am doing well, thank you.
3: That's good, I'm glad. I uh, wanted to say that I think these people should be considered insurrectionists, and they should look at the definition of treason and see uh, what it says. And any of those that threatened Pence's life, especially a person you know in Pence's chair, uh, who there was no question—if you watch any TV—know that they were instructed to eliminate Pence and eliminate Pelosi. Um, I'm really sorry; these people—they just need to be stood up and shot.
0: Wow, uh, that's pretty severe.
3: Yeah, wow, wow is right, but I'm telling you. You know, if we want to protect our democracy, we can't have people threatening our form of government and then having it being smoothed over by trespassing, you know, whatever. Trespassing laws. And so this this is my opinion. Thank you very much for your time.
0: All right, Peggy, thank you for your call. Glad to have you on The Gary Nolan Show. Wow, Peggy is really ready. She's ready to throw away the key. She's worse than that, she's willing to back him up against the wall and shoot him. Uh, John, what do you think? Hey, Gary. Um,
5: I think uh, three years was probably sufficient. I'm not sure I agree with Peggy. Uh, I respect her opinion, but shooting somebody, I think, is a bit overboard. I might have recommended five years instead of three. But I find it interesting that the liberals are willing to prosecute those people that were found guilty of trespass on January 6th, but they're not willing to prosecute people that commit second-degree murder, and in fact, they let them out of jail the same day. They don't even spend any time in jail because they get out on recognizance bond. I think that's a double standard, and it needs to be addressed.
0: Yeah, that's a double standard that needs to be addressed, but two wrongs don't make a right. So... You know, There's got to be some punishment here. Uh, well, I agree
5: you- the punishment. I think three years is good. Maybe five years would have been
0: better. Okay. Uh, but you just want the other side of the coin to get fixed, and I don't blame you for that. Uh, I think people that push uh,
5: subway riders off onto the tracks to cause their death or that pull out a revolver and shoot them in the head for no reason just because they don't like the way they got looked at. Uh, I think there needs to be some held to account there.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right, John, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let me get Philip in next. Philip, welcome. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Gary? I'm doing well. What do you think is a reasonable punishment for these guys? Well, I kind of agree with the last guy. It's a federal offense, and what is normal for a breaking and entering charge, just a regular breaking and entering? And then I'd double it, and I'd make them serve the time that they're served. No good behavior, nothing. Give them five years. That's five years, not not three. All right, I got you, Philip. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nuland Show, Brian. Anybody influencing your? Uh... I haven't really uh, arrived at a sentence yet. I mean, I just suggested, hey, what is the ch- normally the charge for trespassing? And as I pointed out before, if a cop is standing there holding the door open for people, you know, you assume, oh, I can come in here, and I don't know. I mean, I would say a normal trespassing charge never garners three years in prison. Yeah, I don't think it's a normal trespassing, but okay. okay I mean, just standing there, just being there, then well, you would have to also well say well, know, anybody on the grounds also should do get you that think, same do charge. Do you think that anybody that rushed through that building... Thought to themselves, this is okay. I'm entitled to be here. There's no problem here. Okay, you let's assume that you were a member of a protest at the Capitol in right. Jeff City. And there's thousands of people. And there's a cop that is holding the door open. He's got his butt against the door. And you want to go in with the other people that are attending that protest. Do I have any common sense at all? Because if I do, what if you were I realize that I'm leave? not supposed to be in there. Well, what if no one. You, were you there on January 6th? Did they? Do, did these people. Were they asked to leave? Well, I don't Brian, know. I don't they, have the answer to if that. They I need busted know. out windows to get Those in. Those people, yeah, sure. Well, the rest of these people had to know that was going on. What do you, they're not stupid. Well, I mean, the, this Capitol is a pretty big place. These people walking in calm, uh, calmly, I, I don't true. know. I just can't answer that question. That I'd requires to, a That's why You can't make a blanket decision on all these people deserve the same punishment. Well, certainly the guy that uh, sat in Nancy Pelosi's chair uh, knew that he shouldn't be in her office. Yeah. Just because the door is unlocked doesn't mean walking in is okay. Uh, Let's see. uh, Bob says they should punish them with a presidential medal of freedom. I don't think so, Bob. I really don't uh, agree with that at all. Uh, What is the name and contact for the lawyer you have on the show that will give legal aid for free? My granddaughter was forced to pay back unemployment money that she got in 2020 during the pandemic. Her final appeal is next Thursday, and she needs help. Uh, um, Mary, she lives in Columbia and works. Uh, Mary, I don't have anybody that gives free legal advice. Although you might contact Dave Roland, mofreedom.org, and see what uh, what he says, mofreedom.org. Roy, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you?
6: I'm glad to be here, and I'm going to disagree with you and more in agreement with Brian, if he ever makes up his mind, as a landowner who has to deal with trespassers, especially in hunting season, where they really don't want to be seen, they've got guns, and they, they intend to be firing bullets, and I don't know where they are. That's a hazard. Sitting in Pence's chair is not a threat. Three years is way too much, and I suggest a $500 fine, that would go to the uh, medal commemorating their expressing their feelings. Pelosi does more damage every time she goes in the building. Let's get a little bit of equity there. How about some equity there?
0: Roy, I couldn't disagree with you more.
6: (laughs) Well, it's useless to try, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In other words, I can't teach an old dog new tricks.
6: You can't teach me new tricks either.
0: <laughs> yeah, all right, Roy. young
6: you. and vibrant this morning, Gary.
0: <laughs> you just identify that way, Roy. <laughs> thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right, up against the clock. I'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll get your calls in on the Gary Nolan Show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, it's, uh, 10 to 11. Uh, glad to have you with us. Uh, the Declaration of Independence says that we not only have the right, we also have the duty... To alter or establish any, uh, um, or to alter or abolish any government that does not secure our unalienable rights, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, if that were the case, we should have uh, overthrown this government uh, in 1913. Uh, Logan says he's with you, Brian. If if all a person did was walk in peacefully, then I believe three years is much too harsh. Community service or a fine would make more sense to me. Uh, the ones who are raising havoc deserve a harsher punishment. Thanks, Logan. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Let's go to the phones. And Eric is on the line. Eric, welcome.
7: Hello. Hello. I, oh, it's I Eric. Guess I would agree. Yeah, I guess I would agree with uh, Brian to a certain degree that. But I think the vast majority of those people were, you know, under the assumption that the election was stolen, and they were protesting that, and you know, they meandered about the Capitol. And some of those should get somewhat, I, I think they've done a pretty good job in sentencing. Actually, some of those people got community service or very minor sentences. The people who were, so they pretty much confiscated everybody's cell phones. They have a video of like darn near everybody that was there, like thousands of cell phone videos. All right, so let me it, let me just cut to
0: the quick, because this is going to take all day with you. Uh, the guy that was sitting in Pelosi's chair, the guy that was sitting in Pence's chair, what should they have gotten?
7: I, I don't know if three, three seems like a, a lot, unless they were, there were people that were planning, there were some people that were in contact with the White House, there were some people that had staged guns on the other side of the Potomac, and they were ready to bring him in. People like that, that were actually, you know, more in more involved in the conspiracy to delay the actual thing, should be sentenced to more. But just uh, who the people in, that were who was in, in contact
0: for, with the White House.
7: Uh, you know, I don't think they've actually they have the the record that there was a call to the White House to one of those people. But so, there's an, who, who, there. so there's, there's an allegation out there. So there's an allegation. There's a call record. There's a call record of a white house call to one of the organizers like proud Boy organizers but they don't know who it is on the other end in the white house and do they know what I mean, we said I don't, I don't think so no Oh, so then we can't but, make any all right go ahead no but if they did if they did um generate some proof of a conspiracy to you know delay and overthrow the government through some sort of delaying the January 6th counting of electors, then I think a stronger sentence would be warranted. Or if they did partake in violence, obviously, which several of them did, and that should uh, definitely warrant a heavier sentence. You didn't name check me earlier. I do want to correct the record real quick. I didn't. You said something about me talking about government regulations. I was talking about specifically the other day on the call on the fact that we're selling the oil reserves at a high rate and that we are now energy independent and our production is outstripping demand in our own country by quite a bit and we're a net exporter of oil. And I didn't really make a whole lot of uh, statements on on government regulations. I'm not denying that government regulations can't increase costs. They I have. Just, just wanted
0: to correct. The government correct. And, and, it, and Biden government in particular. You- Biden is, has constricted the amount of oil we can drill and the government has restricted the number of uh, refineries we can build and it is Biden's fault in particular that we're in the position we're in.
6: You
7: know, when they interviewed the CEOs of those companies, all the oil companies, they did a poll and most of them cited pressure from their investors and shareholders not to
0: drill more oil. Yeah, that's, that's this whole ESG that's thing. That ESG thing that the government is pushing, and in, in particular uh, that Lurch is pushing uh, on uh, all these companies like BlackRock. Uh, so if you're an oil company executive and you want to drill for more oil, the handwriting is on the wall, the administration is shutting you down. Do you make that investment? No. So who's responsible? The administration.
7: I mean, that's not what they're saying. They're saying that less, just like OPEC, less oil drilling. I mean, we produce a ton of oil, more than we've ever produced, and export oil, and we're independent. We haven't been oil independent since the late 50s. So it's kind of awesome that we're not dependent upon Middle Eastern countries for oil anymore. But um, But there is a an incentive to drill less and keep prices high, just like OPEC has- that, an is, incentive that, that
0: is the result of Biden.
7: I thought it was a result of the market. Like no, it's not the result of the market. It's, higher the, result prices, of, higher it's the result
0: of Biden that they're not drilling for more. He's got John I Kerry mean, running around telling everybody, don't invest. It's that ESG deal that they've been pushing. Blackrock is part of the problem. That's why the state of Missouri has pulled out of Blackrock. So, does oil companies that
7: are beholden, you know, have a fiduciary responsibility to make money for their shareholders? They really care what John Kerry says. If they can make more money, they, they're not going to do that. They, I mean, if they, required Eric, required Eric, don't do you
0: understand business? If they invest in drilling for oil, when the government is trying to shut them down. And prevent them from selling their product. That would be a bad investment. Then, so they are actually doing what is in their fiduciary responsibility—the right thing. I mean, but only eleven
7: percent of CEOs quoted social, environmental, or governmental reasons. Yeah, which one? They're not drilling more. Which one? I don't know. I can pull up the Well, air yeah, air pull air it air up. Air air because if it's car. the major if oil drillers car, and the, the major refiners, system. that's
0: the problem. All right, Eric, I got to run, buddy. I appreciate the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let's see. What does Will have to say? He says, breaking and entering is coming through a locked door, not walking by a guard holding one. Uh, there wouldn't have been a January 6th incident had our Congress building been locked and secured. So if you leave the door to your house unlocked, then I can walk in and it's okay. Will I? Uh, I don't know about that. If you're Cap- standing there holding the door, <laughs> hey! If there's a bunch of people rushing through, what am I going to do? Am I going to lock the door hey, and hope they don't break the door down? What's going on in here? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. With, with <laughs> thousand uh, with a thousand people? No, I don't think so. The Capitol protesters should be shot for desertion in the insurgent army. That they belong to. Uh, there was no real threat. I doubt they'll receive harm. Gary, you have consumed too much mainstream media uh, narrative on this topic. Ooh, okay. Uh, how much time do I have left, Brian? We're at what fifty-eight. Uh, we have about, uh, about thirty seconds or all so. Right. So uh, it would be unfair to yes, take it Mike's would. call. And I want to give Mike a chance to scream and yell at me. No, I'm just kidding. A bunch uh, of eight, people lined up, ready to do that. It appears. It, well, they're no, they're most of them probably agree with <laughs> with my. I'm position. sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're they're all lined. They can't wait to to pat me on the back uh-huh. and say, "What a great job you're doing." This is compelling <laughs> radio. All right. It's, uh, oh Lord, we, we've got more ground to cover uh, in the next hour, uh, and we will, including information about the economy. The uh, the leading economic index is a sign of where the economy is going, and it's not pretty. Gary Nolan, Zimmer, Radio Network. This is the Gary
6: Nolan Show.